You're listening to Simperts Radio, episode number 159. And today is another episode of Monday Motivation. And we're talking how to reinvent self care through soul care. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Sherm. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. As always, my name's Alexa, and this is the place to get healthy, live happy, and find more joy. I'm so excited that you're here to another episode of Monday Motivation. These short, quick episodes on every Monday are used to give you encouragement. Encouragement that gives you the courage to continue on in this journey. Because if there's one thing I know about health and life is it's tough. Like it's hard and it leaves us searching and longing for something so much more. But here's the deal. Health was never intended to be a chase. It wasn't something that we had to seek or find, but it's right there underneath the surface in all of us. It's just living it out. And that's what I encourage you to do in these short, quick Monday motivation episodes where I give you practical steps that you can use to really enhance the well-being of your life. Now, we're in the middle of the mindset series. I won't dive into it much, but I just want you to know that if you haven't been listening, you can go back to the beginning of the mindset series, episode number 150, where we started this whole process. I've been encouraged all summer long, loving the interviews and the solo shows of really helping you to rewrite this story that we tell ourselves every day and how in that we could see greater change. Now, again, if you haven't been following along, make sure you head on over to the show notes at simperswellness.com backslash 159 to get all of the information on today's show and all the other podcasts in this series. Plus, download that free guide that goes along with the mindset series called The Joy Experiment. Yes, it's 100% free and it will help you put these things that I'm talking about into practice and implement them in your life to see great change. Now today we're going to talk about reinventing self-care into soul care. Now, a lot of people would probably put them in the same category, but I believe that they are completely different. And I think that there's been this big push for self-care, which is fantastic. But like anything good, a lot of times it can get twisted out of context and become just another thing that you have to do, another stress, another idea or goal that you have to meet rather than just something that you do to actually provide care for yourself, right? What it was designed for. So I think if we reinvent this idea of self-care and put it more towards soul care, it becomes more personal less about trendy or or keeping up with someone else and more about what is good for you, not to mention creating that spiritual strength that really is the foundation of all health, giving us that hope and that grace to continue on in this journey. So if we go back to self-care, the the concept of self-care is pretty simple. If the plane's going down, right, you should put on your oxygen mask before assisting someone else. Essentially speaking, you should fill your cup before pouring it out, right? But if your plane is about to crash and burn, God is the only source of oxygen you need to survive the fall. So again, it's kind of speaking the same thing, but really they're two separate things. And I want to get this idea through that self-care encourages coffee runs and nap time spent reading books. It encourages pedicures and happy hours and new clothes, massages, exercising, lavender bubble baths, all the things, right? And there's nothing inherently bad about this list, but the problem lies in the elevation of these good things as necessities for living. 
right? They become another thing that we think is what we need in order to overcome that hump. But here's the deal. Self-care was designed as a means to helping your body fill the cup, not as a magic pill. And I think that's what we twist things into. So self-care will never fill the void that was meant for God alone. Like again, it's not this magic bullet. It's not going to provide the satisfaction. I heard this really awesome analogy and I thought it was so good that I want to share it here. Self-care is like the diet soda. Instead of offering satisfaction, it leaves you endlessly thirsting for more. Self-care buys into the world's wisdom of putting your needs in front and center, but the Bible tells us that true satisfaction and joy only come through Jesus. So when life feels overwhelming, instead of adding to the list of, I need to take a bath, I need to go for a run, I need to clear my schedule, I need to get a pedicure, again, not bad things, but maybe what would change if we first put soul care into the picture? You see, self-care comes with the attitude of self, of building your own kingdom, where soul care seeks to know God better and humbly accept your human limitations. It's not the false sense of what self-care brings, which attempts to apply structure and discipline to recentering our world around ourselves and looking for hope and healing and stability from some hidden place deep within ourselves. But remember, if we go back to last week's podcast with Nicole and this mind-body-soul connection, what she stated was that we can never find healing inside of ourselves because we're broken. And broken people can't fix themselves. What we need is something outside, something bigger, right? And that's where God comes into the picture. So again, if we just continually fall into the trap of self-care and that being the answer, what we're trying to do is to get healing and stability from something that was never found within ourselves. Self-care is not a cure, but what self-care can help us do is to give us this picture that there's something bigger, right? That we need to be filled and that we can't continuously give out of an empty vessel. So the care that we really need is not buried somewhere deep inside of us. It's not waiting to be unlocked with some retreat or some diversion. No, the healing, forgiving, restoring, and transforming grace of God who loves you is exactly what you need. As Dave Mathis writes, grace is too strong to leave us passive, too potent to let us wallow in the mirror of our sins and weakness. My grace is sufficient for you, Jesus says, for my power is made perfect in weakness. It is the grace of God that gives us his meaning of grace for our ongoing perseverance and growth and joy this side of the coming new creation. And the grace of God inspires and empowers various habits and practices by which we avail ourselves of God's means. As Jesus says, where does our weary soul find rest and relief from its stress? Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30. Again, it's not about giving up self-care, but it's about transforming your idea of self-care into soul care and making that the priority because self-care will never fill us up the way that we are looking for it. Are they good things? Of course. Of course we should be taking time for ourselves and reading books and relaxing and taking moments alone and getting the massage and the occasional pedicure. Those are all great things, but they will never satisfy or cure us in the way that we're looking for and the way the world is telling us it will. The only way that we will ever be satisfied is through God. And that's where we need to start learning to put God in the small habits that you have throughout the day. 
And that's your challenge this week, is instead of putting so much focus on all these things you should be doing, just start recognizing where can I start including God into my life? Where can I start seeing him? Maybe it's just standing in awe of him and ultimately being mindful of God and his great love for you. So your challenge this week is to remember who you are, whose you are, and allow yourself to be transformed in that spiritual way. Because that transformation, that heart transformation, is really what changes our mind and our body. So again, this week your challenge is to focus left on self-care and translate that more into soul care. How can you really emphasize this idea of soul, of where you need healing, of where you need support, and look there rather than just slapping on your to-do list all these external things that you need to do, making your life more stressful in the end. But how can you really take a step back and breathe in deep the oxygen that we need to live? That's your goal. I hope that's encouraging for you today. Remember, this isn't about us fixing ourselves, but looking to something so much bigger. I hope you find Jesus in that and understand his deep and immense love for you. That, my friends, is where healing and heart transformation come from. And that's the best place to build your foundation. So I hope this leaves you encouraged. I will be back here on Wednesday with another episode with one of my favorite guests, Mike Foster. Honestly, I can't wait for you to hear this episode, to dive into the interview, and to understand more of his story and really deep work that we could all be doing to really transform our lives for the better. So stay tuned. I will be back here on Wednesday with more encouragement on this mindset journey. I'll see you then.